<laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, out here with uh, real Melbourne in Melbourne. <laughs> Come on now. This is the Real Melbourne Podcast, the central point in this beautiful city's culture. I'm Alex Dickinson. And I'm Brian Hughes. It's been a minute, it's been a while, and we have two new guests with us, Alex. Yes, we do, man. Um, these two guys have been making serious waves in the city. Two kings, uh, mind the puns. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got my man R.L. King, singer-songwriter, coming in with that smooth R&B. And we got his right-hand man, Isaiah Wavy, manager, label owner, producer, DJ, wearing many hats. Yeah, Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you guys for having us, man. This, yeah, is, no this is special. Yeah. There we go. Have you done much um, podcast to you know get your name out there as well? I have done one, mm-hmm. and that was super fun. Yeah. Um, again, all high school friends. Um, they run a podcast called The Disruption Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they had me in. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of yeah. How long ago was that? Oh man, that would have been a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm quite fresh to this whole. Podcasting, <laughs> yeah. To be real, like that's all right. Um, yeah. yeah, nah, it's super fun from my experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And for you, Isaiah? Yeah, I've done one or two. Yeah, I think it's good. Like, I think there needs to be more, yeah. especially in this scene. We were talking about that the other day. Yeah, I wanted to be way more like for people sure. actually talking about the community. Most definitely. Yeah. I see you guys are pretty supportive of like the Melbourne scene. Like, oh, you know, sure. uh, I guess maybe some of the uh, influencers or some of the people that you're seeing around the city that you know you're really fucking with at the moment. Man, there's there's a lot everyone. there's a lot mm-hmm. and, and it's crazy how how much inspiration comes from our own city so it's diverse you know what i mean there's a lot of dexterity in the talent that we have here so that's sick so why not show love to where you're from mm-hmm. yeah i see that man yeah it's um it's funny because i met oh i just i i started uni last uh at the start of this year mm-hmm. and i met you know joseph j concept Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I met him out of nowhere, and I'm like, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. He's like, I'm, open, I'm, I'm doing a gig at uh, the workers' club for yeah. RLK. And I was like, man, I wish I would have come. I think we had like a podcast that mm-hmm. night. It was Tuesday night, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 How's the gigging um, side been since everything's opened up? Man, we we've only had one show, and that was that was my first headline, and it was magic. Yeah, yeah. it was insane because we we were coming off. Well, I was coming off performing from over a year obviously with everything that happened last year and the year before that we didn't have re- we had a couple of support act gigs and things like that um but yeah it was magic good turnout big adrenaline yeah, yeah yeah sold out so it was That's right. it was yeah I tried to get a ticket on the day could yeah. it was gone blessed yeah. to be honest yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 100% that that's not me but the, the yeah it was just amazing it was hot <laughs> yeah. It was really uh, steamy in that place. Workers Club gets really steamy, oh, but, right. but it was like good. It seems like it's a name. It's a place now that it's getting a name for like uh, gig gigs. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Especially yeah. your first first show. Yeah, a lot of people have their first show oh, at the Workers okay. Club because it is in like a like an intimate capacity. Mm. Um, but it's a good space, and that night was like had really good energy. So mm-hmm. yeah, 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 it was yeah. great. It was and amazing. how's it for you, Isaiah? Like, kind of managing the whole situation, like. You know, selling our tickets, promo, yeah. all that sort of stuff. There's a lot, there's a lot you know. <laughs> um, I've done, like, DJ gigs before. So, I've, I, like, I've got Soul Supply happening, which is, like, my DJ sort of thing. Um, so, I've definitely run events before. But, um, yeah, the whole thing of, like, doing an event for him is a bit different. Because, like, you have to do rehearsals and you have to tee up mm. everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Band members, make sure there's a videographer. Like, there's a lot of moving parts. But it was dope. I think, I think we did it pretty well. 
Yeah, I mean, he's crazy live. We killed that shit. Let's be real. We killed it. Yeah, crazy live. Good. So. It was good. Well, yeah, shout out some of your uh, opening acts that you had. Oh, I had the top of the top. Man, yeah. Okay, <laughs> the cream of the crop. Yeah. <laughs> very lucky to have yeah. that. Honestly, no, no, no. Let's be real. Because very blessed to have, like, to be friends, if not best friends, mm-hmm. with um, some of the people that mm-hmm. performed the support act. So we had Blushko, mm-hmm. who's huge. Yeah. yeah. He, lush vocals. Like everything's fucking guy. He, he, oh. he is the nicest person you live yeah. like you'll ever yeah. meet. Like it is insane how like genuine he is, and like that's that's definitely one of his biggest qualities too. Mm. Besides his beautiful vocals, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we had my best friend, my my sis, <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Esquios. She killed her set, and um, Joseph and um, Daniel, the guitarist on my band, played for her as well. Mm. It was insane. Definitely set the tone because yeah. people came in and it was like quality from the start. Mm. Yeah. So that was that was really important, but it was also really really good because it, it seemed like everyone had fun. So mm. it was definitely a really good night, and I'd like to think like a night full of like quality music. Mm. It's really good having Blushka. I think that's yeah. like a pinnacle because I feel like the like the old older cats in like Melbourne. You know what I mean? Like Blushka and mm-hmm. like the operatives or like that that's yeah, sort of that's like older crew I guess like yeah. that were like there from the start so like us coming up it was really cool to like yeah almost like a pass the torch yeah. type kind thing of, you know what I mean they're kind yeah. of young OGs in a way yeah right? yeah, so, yeah. Rocks and you know sure. like like Blushko is much bigger than us as like artists like me personally as like a following and things like that that's just that's how down to earth he is like you know he's very in it for the music and so is Liv because like for them to be such big inspirations to me and to perform at my show, like, bless me with their presence. Mm. It's insane, you know yeah. what I mean? And it just goes to show, like, that's, that's what our scene is about. Definitely. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it just uh, kind of seems like uh, you guys have got your own camp and, and crew and that sort of stuff. How did, like, everyone sort of link together? Like, even from the three of you to, like, you know, Rini and all that sort of stuff and Alwyn, like, from early on? Yeah. Um, Man. <laughs> I get, like, it goes, it goes way back. Yeah, it yeah. goes way back. For, like, I, um, <clears throat> Rini and I used to hang around sort of the same crew in high school. So I knew Rini... We used to see each other at house parties at um in high school, so you know we used to be friends from there. But we never really, really um like talked music back then. We both knew that we were singers and things like that. And then I hit up Alduin after high school to like work on tracks, and I was doing that with him for like two years, mm. and never really released anything. But yeah, that's how that's how I met like became closer to sort of to Rini and, and Alduin, and then this guy. <laughs> He <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Comes out of nowhere, absolutely nowhere. Um, and he's like, hey, let's link up. And he was like this guy that did like mixes on SoundCloud. And he's like, I want to do this. It's called, um, before it was called Brand X, it wasn't called Hidden Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, literally the rest is history. Like he hit me up and then it f- literally from that month, it was, I was at the old studio on East, on East Side in a garage. They were in a garage and every night since then and then it just turned into this there's a few bumps in the road but like yeah. you know what I mean like the essence of it is two years later we're here yeah that's solid man and this is probably back when uh, you were Vince Rojas right so like yeah. explain the name change now um, I only changed it recently um, more of just like a pseudonym for like my music and mm-hmm. stuff um, but yeah back in the day it was, it was crazy I think a lot of the stuff that we've you know has happened now I've been like creating platforms mm. for him mm-hmm. So when I first met him, like, 
I didn't know anything. Like, I was literally doing DJ mixes and I was trying to like get as many people from Melbourne as I could onto the mixes because mm -hmm. it was just probably similar to like a lot of the stuff, you know, you'd know. Um, just to try and network in the scene because I didn't know anyone like that. Um, and then when I heard him on SoundCloud, I wanted to meet up and then he's like, he's like, yeah, like I'm slowing down a little bit on music, you know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, let me manage you. So like I learned everything I need to do to manage him. And then he's like, oh, he needs a producer. Like, all right, I'll learn how to produce, you know what I mean? So like all of that, oh, you need a studio, I'll set one up, you know what I mean? So it was just about like giving him, I guess, everything he so, needs to like, yeah, be an artist, I guess. Yeah. I just want to point out that like you've, if you've heard any of my tracks, he's produced all my tracks. He's only been a producer for like two years. Yeah. So he pretty much, you pretty much influenced him to become a producer. Like, at, well, yeah, because yeah. he like, just needed one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I will learn. Like, and, let's get it done. And then he taught me how to produce. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's wild to think that like, it was never a thing two years ago until he was like, oh, all right, let's try this now. And then yeah, that's how it happened. He became a producer, became a manager. He did everything. Yeah. Just behind the scenes. What's up, man? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you yeah. find the management side of things so far? Management's been pretty good. I think um, the first two years with with you know our king have been a bit tough mm -hmm. of really like learning what is best for the artist. Mm -hmm. I think the music industry as a whole is like going through so many changes mm -hmm. and like technology is just changing everything. So a lot of the stuff that like if you read up online or like you're looking at books like half that's not even relevant, you know what I mean? So you really have to take like a more like personal approach to like, okay, like what is needed right now? You know what I mean? How do people find music now? Facts. And like learning like where you can integrate yourself through that. Do you think it's more experimental? It's more well, experimental way more well? experimental, yeah. which I feel like is why at the moment I feel very comfortable doing it right now. Because yeah. I feel like I'm at a point where like I've sort of blended the creative of like producing into my work as like a manager to come up with like new solutions because it's basically all it is you know what I mean at the end of the day you're just trying to find like new levels to reach but um yeah it's been it's been good I think now like we're finally getting to a point where yeah. like things are moving yeah like at a really good pace or a pace that I'm happy with so yeah. Yeah. I guess even stuff for yourself as well like I've been yeah. seeing you getting into DJing a lot more now yeah. and doing gigs like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, um, how's it been you know just getting out into the scene and you know playing I guess maybe your own edits and trying new mm, things in your sets yeah. like that's gonna be a lot of fun so like when I'm DJing I, I really love like a specific sound like specific genres that I like to play I just find like there's there's not enough out there and so like I just started making my own edits. And so I started putting them up every week um, at the start of this year. So they've been pretty consistent so far, but like, it's really nice being able to play like your own shit, mm -hmm. like when you're playing yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then if people are fucking with it, you're like, wow, this is like, it feels good. It's special, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the salsa play things were, um, was literally just another way of me like providing a platform for DJs, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, we've got the artists, you know, making all these platforms for him. But I feel like um, DJs are kind of limited in this scene. I feel like personally, you know, like when I'm learning about like hip hop or like the history of how things move, you know what I mean? DJs had such an important part of their scenes. Mm -hmm. And so like, if I see that in like, in Melbourne, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is lacking. Yeah. Like, how can I create something that will help that? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I, I really respect you. Like hundred percent. Like when I see you on your stories, like you're always playing people from here, you know what I mean? 
and you're playing it like at like proper gigs you know what I mean like I don't even have proper gigs yeah, like that yeah. like I just create my own gigs but, yeah. no, but yeah, that, yeah. that's solid as well because like um yeah to what you're saying like from you know from the early history of hip hop mm. like the DJs would break the records Literally, it's not like yeah. that anymore yeah, unfortunately it's not yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's important especially if we want you know our, our sound to grow and mm. you know our city to build you know it's yeah. important to play our own shit you know definitely yeah. Yeah. that's why um, I made the Soul Supply events I really wanted to have an event where like DJs weren't restricted to the audience. I find that a lot of events, especially here, my God, every event is like, oh, yeah, it's literally <laughs> so cash grab. The money, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's, what's hot right now? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Afrobeats is hot. Afrobeat yeah. event. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. R&B, trap, like, let's do that. You know what I mean? And they, they're dope. Like, it's cool. But I really want an event where it's like, the DJs can play whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they want to play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they have that space to be able to play what they want to play, and they fuck with the Melvin scene, then like naturally it'll just happen. You know what yeah, I, mean? I try and include that in my sets. Yeah, have you ever uh, gotten a, a point where like you play like a Melbourne artist and it just fucking creates a vibe, like a dance floor happens, and you're just like, oh my, this is the best fucking feeling yeah. ever. Because yeah. that's happened to me a couple of times. Oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's It's yeah. good. Like I, those are the ones that are special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then if people ask you like, oh, what is it? You know, yeah. you're like, they're right from here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. man. Like, I, I think about times, um, yeah, even when we've had um, like celebrities, mm. you know, in the, in the store at Culture Kings and like, yeah. I'd play, uh, I'd play like a Fragile remix that he remixed like Trippy Red and, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and then Trippy Red would actually react to it. And uh, I'd play Aikido and Trippy Red's crew would react to yeah. it. And uh Far out, and then I even like at Afro Beats clubs and that sort of stuff. If I play like low key, if I play Joanie, like it goes off, people know about yeah. them, mm. and that's like yeah. really dope to see, you know. So, mm. yeah, like the reactions that, that I get sometimes yeah. from these like Melbourne artists is really good to see, it's gratifying, it's you know? yeah. yeah, it's amazing. I like it, yeah. Mm. I think that like scenes need that, you know what I mean? Like every scene needs platforms, you know, what I mean? yeah. which yeah. is why things like this is so important. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? it's a lot more important than like what the guys at the top end are doing to yeah. be honest you know what I mean yeah and, and yeah shout out to you because like if you're creating that space where DJs can play whatever they want yeah. you're creating that that fan base or, or just the audience that comes through and yeah. like yeah I just want to listen to some you know different edits or different yeah. music Literally, that I'm yeah. normally yeah. going to listen to like you create that space with DJs yeah. and that's that's pretty important yeah, yeah for sure it's not DJs don't <clears throat> maybe music doesn't go out too much through them much anymore you know yeah that we got a lot oh, of social sure. media platforms yeah. like DJs are being put on the back burner a bit mm. or they're just being put to play the mainstream stuff they're being put on yeah, yeah so okay. if you can sneak in a few you know Melbourne tracks in there it mm. really makes um, a big difference for, for sure yeah, for the for the entirety yeah for sure because yeah I mean even some certain events that I go to I'm like man why am I hearing the commercial shit like, yeah, yeah. like just play some flips like it's not even that type of yeah, you know, yeah. crowd for it you know so yeah. no it, it's pretty important man for sure yeah, yeah. it travels back to producers as well mm. like um, a lot of the stuff I play is like producers that I like you know what I mean they can be from here from like places I know as well mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think that's also like another added aspect to it you know for sure I mean? they're getting the recognition a lot more nowadays yeah. like, as soon as you hear a producer it's, it's as big as hearing an artist these yeah. days you know? facts it's like, facts thank so, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah it's good though because <laughs> it's, it's good you say that because Vince and I Isaiah and I um, we are some like we're people that will hear a song and then go to the song credits. Mm. So mm. there are a lot more people coming out like when they listen to music and consumer art. You know, they're looking at who made it because it's a different aspect now. You know what I mean? It's not just the singer as the forefront. You know what I mean? There's different reasons why this music makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. So people are people are thinking, you yeah. know what I mean? Like people are dissecting a lot more than yeah. than they used to, which is special because 
it doesn't take one person to to make something as great mm. as a hit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's a whole team. Yeah. So it's really, as you say, gratifying to see that support. Yeah. And like recognition for the whole team. You know what I mean? I think it brings out more collaboration too. Oh, like for sure. If you're getting that recognition as a producer, and you're you know got that recognition as an artist. You'll yeah easily want to gravitate to each other and just work with each other so mm. it'll definitely make for more work here and you know Alex has uh, gotten a bunch he's trying to get his hands in a whole bunch of producing yeah. with different artists which is cool especially if you can diversify the, the different artists that you work with mm. it's uh, the different styles yeah it's yeah it's really dope we um I was listening to a lot of your stuff and it's very slow R&B love making type song feel <laughs> song um, and I was just telling Alex man I'd, lo- I'd love to hear him um, do something different jump on a bit of a fast pace because your voice is phenomenal thank you I just love you. to see something else so are you guys working on um, future sounds yeah always yeah, <laughs> always, always, yeah. always it doesn't stop like that yeah. but yeah like that's definitely one of the things that's in the books mm. um, I think going forward like we said like with management and with um, everything we do nowadays it's very experimental mm-hmm. so um, the sound that we're trying to encapsulate in the future is definitely not going to be like what we did before so mm-hmm. that that's that's I think the only thing that we're really going off is that diversity mm-hmm. is the difference so definitely you know what I mean like I can 100% like I, I agree with you mm-hmm. um, the last years of music has been yeah slow you know that love making sort of R&B mm-hmm. kind of kind of fueled soul kind of thing but yeah going forward it's definitely been a like a heightened sort of point for us that we we got to start being mm-hmm. like different you know what i mean and um different isn't always like a crazy sound mm-hmm. um different is just um well doing you yeah but uh in a different way it's something that you haven't explored yet in your career for sure man yeah. well yeah explain the um meaning behind uh i guess your ep title world star because you know when i first because <laughs> when i head. first <laughs> check my head check my head because like when i first saw the title i'm like oh this is gonna be the hardest album <laughs> yeah, like people are gonna be punching just like the world star oh, website and shit. But, yeah. but it's obviously not that <laughs> oh man I'm glad you brought that up yeah, because yeah, that was that was actually one of our one of our biggest like topics. Um, <laughs> we um we made the first song that we ever made for that EP was an interlude, Wellstar mm-hmm. interlude, which was by far the most different song that we've ever made. I love that song. I just love the creation of that song. Mm-hmm. And and we we were in the studio in the garage, and we were like, all these sounds started coming out. I played these chords. Yeah. Yeah. I play these weird chords that we've never played before, and it sounded like a Peaky Blinders song. Mm-hmm. You know that show? Yes. 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 <laughs> Fucking love that show. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, and it sounded really like weird bluesy kind of thing. We're like, oh, let's just keep going with it. Let's see what happens. And he starts adding drums. Yeah, then I add the bass. And then it just turned into this really weird thing that we've never heard before. Yeah. Yeah. That we have never heard before in the scene. And it's definitely one of my like lowest performing songs and I will 100% like believe that it it's because it's different mm-hmm. um but it was just such a good process like the feeling during like making that song for some reason everything was working out like there was no like um inhibitions about it sounding like anything else because everything that we were doing everything that he made to the beat and the, the the lyrics that I was writing and the melodies that I was writing they were just they were just working and they were different 
and um, we called it Well Star. Well, the chorus, it, <laughs> <laughs> the song is basically an argument, yeah, yeah? argument with a girl um, or whoever, um, and Well Star. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I literally say it'd be like Well Star, <laughs> and that's um, it's just this sums up a relationship full of arguments, mm-hmm. and then the meaning of world star sort of transitioned and sort of transcended into something different when we wanted to make it like a cohesive project. Mm. We definitely wanted to have that song as like the pinpoint. I was very unsure about it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was super unsure about it just because it was like a, like a low performing song. And this was when I was all up in my head about streams and mm. connecting to people and you know what he does, he convinces me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, nah, it's not about that. Like, it's a different song. You got to put it out. So we put it out. We put the interlude out before everything, before we even knew we were going to do an EP. And then we were like, come, I think, August time or July, July, August. We start, we have all these tracks and like, what do we want to name the, the EP? And we name it, we end up naming it Wellstar. Yeah. After back and forth discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up naming it Wellstar, but the meaning to the EP isn't, that um, like you know, it's not the meaning of that song. It doesn't like you know translate to that. It was like a statement that we were trying to make. Like that's who I am. Mm. Like that's who I want to be, and that's like that's where I will be. Like well star. Mm. Like you want to get to that level. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, it, yeah, it was a statement. It was like a like an ode to my future self or something like that. And like the songs definitely sort of didn't really. Um, translate to what what we were doing but it was it, there was something that was cohesive in that project well so the five song ep was um the confidence in each song mm-hmm. like you had vice which is probably like a very upbeat sort of um hard song to, in my opinion for like r&b funk sort of soul mm-hmm. um and then it was just like yeah there was like this guarantee sort of confidence throughout each song um the swag um <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 what Wellstar was. Wellstar came from a song being so different to them being like, "This is what I want to be. I want to be a Wellstar." Was it was it a tough process going to making that album, uh, that EP? Because you sound like you it flowed to you so well. Oh. I loved making that EP yeah. personally because um, it was the first time where I got to like sound design an EP mm-hmm. cohesively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I feel like. Like, gets dumb, but, like, not enough, I guess. Mm. And so it was cool to be, like, yo, like, I have this idea for this sound that we could sort of do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just sort of embodied that sound. Like, we had, we were only listening, we made a playlist. Oh, well, yeah. Eight hours worth of tracks, and it's just, like, stuff from the 70s. Like, mm. 70s soul, funk. Like, I was getting into fusion funk. I was, like, yeah, I was going crazy. Like, it's all I was listening to. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, like like that really like, low key yeah. bands, um, yeah. really getting into it, and I think that definitely influenced, well, heavily yeah. influenced yeah. that EP. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to be able to make something that's like each like the sounds are sort of cohesive in that sense, because mm. um, yeah, I'd never really done that before. Mm. It definitely flowed. Um, yeah, it definitely flowed, and it, from all aspects too, from the production to the melodies and things like that, and even to the features we had yeah. uh, on that EP. Yeah blessed to have people like Olivia feature on Roxway Love and Rinnie on Temptation. Um, so yeah, it was a good process, you know, going through that all. We had um, Aldwin from RMR mix and master the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I recorded all the songs. Uh, and Peter. And Peter. Peter did Wellstar. Iconic. Um, iconic Beats. Mm-hmm. He did um, Wellstar and he killed that. And then the other four songs I recorded at, at Aldwin's and then 
I think the beat for Serenity I made it was not really a beat. It's honestly just guitar. Um, but um, no, nah, it was good. It was good process. It was definitely a lot of collaboration, as as you said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely I'm very proud of that EP. Yeah. It's just a progression yeah. of him as an artist. You know what I mean? Definitely. That was what we wanted to make. You know what I mean? Now that it's out, he can look for something else. You know what mm. I mean? Where he De- finds inspiration now. Definitely felt that like growth and like development last year, being all locked down and things like that, mm. but still having the um, sort of the grind, the ability to just keep mm. keep making songs. Like at the first opportunity we could go into the studio, we were there. Yeah. Um, you had a good team already kind of built at that stage. Uh, you had people who could also push you to like, yeah. you know, come to the studio, do this. So I can imagine for artists who are by themselves or, you know, maybe yeah. just have a producer or that, yeah. it would be so much harder to create that energy. So important. Especially sure, at that yeah. time, yeah. I'm just blessed to have people like, you know, like we but we all gravitated towards towards each other, like mm. you know, like it was meant to be kind of thing. Mm. Um, so it's I'm, funny you say that actually, because I feel like we keep a pretty closed, not mm. closed, but I think we have our team. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we sort of use our team. Like we don't really branch off that much. Yeah. Um, it keeps you strong. It's support. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. You I think there's a difference between like having your team and then collaborating. You know what mm. I mean? I think mm. there's sort of two different things. Like yes. Yeah. I think it's a good backfall, you know. It's, yeah. also, it's always like you know someone's gonna lift you up when you when you yeah down, yeah. You yeah. You've always got somewhere to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly right. Because so. like, like all the biggest artists in the world have their circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As much as they collaborate with so many artists, feature on their albums, mm-hmm. they have features and things like that. They have the inner circle. They have people that they turn to, and that's like the most important thing to have, to be able to um to lean. To, to lean on someone when, when one, you're unsure, two, mm. you need guidance, mm. um, or three. Because we're always self-critical of our own shit. Yeah. Mm. Of course, yeah. of course. Anything that we do, you know. And so. you know what? Like, if that's your only, only opinion, then I feel like you're at a loss, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's why it's so important um, for any artist to not go and seek a team, but be open to collaboration because that's what brings um, into fruition a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it didn't start off. It didn't start off as... As soon as I saw him, oh, you're my manager. Mm. I'm your artist. You know what I mean? I knew it in my head, though. <laughs> you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Chill, chill. He's got this. What's he doing? Hold on. Hold on. Um, nah. <laughs> man, what the fuck? Um, nah, it was good. We played pool. That was the first time we met. We played pool. And I was like, hey, man. How long ago was this, by the way? When you guys were my first? March. Two, uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Wow, that's fresh. Yeah, yeah that's young. Yeah, much years. But I feel like I've known this guy for like years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it's good like that because we just connected like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't just the manager artist relationship. We grew as people together. So mm-hmm. definitely have a lot more that we connected on. And I think that plays a very, very vital role in what we create. Because we're both going through things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it isn't always just about what I'm trying to say. Because mm. um, I, I love the fact that when Isaiah creates, it's, it comes from a special place for him as well. So definitely, it's like a piece of both of us. It's like passion, you know? That, yeah. That, you know, it's, it's creative, you know? It's mm. just being creating and letting out those emotions and feelings in, in your artwork, yeah. yeah. I think meeting him was like a very pinnacle part of like my life I think because like I've been trying for so long to like get into something you know what mm. I mean in the Melbourne scene it's mm. like specifically music 
You know what I mean? So like, it's hard, man. yeah, the fact that he agreed, I was like, wow, it's like, <laughs> you know I mean, I'm gonna like it's run with this. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. Like, we've been trying for so long, so yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, and um, I'm surprised to hear that. I guess maybe not necessarily outsourced, but you went to Album for Engineering because I thought you did a bit of engineering yourself. No, not at all. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I can't engineer. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'm going to say this camera. <laughs> I can't engineer. <laughs> no one asked me for engineering. I can't. Okay, um, Cut that I've out. tried so <laughs> hard. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut it out. People ask me for it. I still can't do it. Yeah, it's um, a worse sort of I think it's, come. A, it's just a different world. Yeah. Like, mm. in my opinion, I think production, to me specifically, is, like, creative, and it's, like, like how can I come with these new ideas? And then... Mm. When I come to like mixing my, it's like all these fucking numbers. You know what I mean? You have to See, keep I was, it at two hundred hertz and like, like I'm uh, just like what? <laughs> like <laughs> that's so funny because I was exactly like that. Yeah. I'm just like yeah, I just want to f- produce like yeah, yeah. the mixing and mastering. Like there's nothing creative in that. There's mm. just a little tech and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, like getting to a point where I'm like, okay, I actually want to mix and master my music because mm. I want the best quality sound. Yeah. And then I ended up finding some creativeness and love in it. So, yeah. oh, you so know, you, I think- You feel I think, like you found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think that's going to transition for you if you okay. keep at it, you know, yeah, yeah. definitely. I can like yeah. mix my beats like fine. That's but, dope, um, yeah. But nothing more than that, I think. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I guess maybe um, I guess your start in the game was producing for Olivia. So, like, how did that link uh, happen? Um, yeah, that came after. So, I'd, I'd been I set up the studio for Reese. We'd been working for about three, four, five months, I think. Mm. And then um, Liv and I met at uh, Rini's concert backstage. I want mm-hmm. to, yeah. Mm. She was venting to me about like her music and stuff like so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, she's off camera now and luckily. Uh, <laughs> looks very she, embarrassed. It looks, looks very like, embarrassed. Oh, no. and, yeah, um, I guess she's glad she's not on camera. I guess. <laughs> well, stop. <laughs> um, you keep going, bro. Anyway, <laughs> and so we set up uh, a first session. It was the first time I had worked with an artist that wasn't Reese. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was freaking the fuck out. Like, I'd made this beat and she was just there, like, doing this. And I'm like, God, do you like it? And she's like, yeah. It's like just nothing. And I wasn't getting anything. Like, <laughs> like give me I was more. Like, out. Like, I was like, oh shit. Like, she hates it. Like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Like, like, she's probably used to like big studios. You know, she's coming into the garage. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, I was so scared. Like, um, but that. The first track that we ever made is actually, well, I don't want to give any secrets, but like it turned out to be really, really good um, mm. now. And it's something that we're looking at, you know, so like we record and stuff. So it's like, it'll be special if that comes out because mm-hmm. that's like, that was the first track that I ever made mm. like for her. And that, like it turned out to be really good. So mm. I'm pretty happy with that. Oh, yeah. How have you, how have you found going working with new, produ- new artists after that experience? Um, sure. <laughs> I just on, I just got off a, an A&R camp with On3. You know On3? Um, On3 Studio? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like their little, you know, label doing their own thing um, in Melbourne. Um, and so I, I worked with all their artists um, producing and stuff. I think it was a, a good time to learn because I'd never really, like, produced for other artists like that. So it's a good time to learn about like producing for other artists, and um, I definitely found out that I can't really produce for other artists like that. I think my style of production is very much like I have to know the artists I'm working with. I really have to know like where they're going, what they like. So I mm. think my style is definitely more 
sound designing, you know what I mean, and really coming up with, like, in that creative aspect of, like, where can we go? Mm. I think that's why it ties in really well with management is because it's, like, on the management front, I know, like, what we're aiming for, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're aiming for this to get to here. It's, like, all right, cool, what sound will, like, allow us to sort of move in that area? So that's why I think they're, like, really related like that. Yeah. That's how I see it, you know what I mean? I guess it can be tricky for, like, a random artist to be, like, oh, here's a type beat, make something like this. Yeah, literally. Like, I had all these... um, and I've worked with a lot of like fresh artists as well and they don't know themselves. It's like, I can't help you if you don't know what you want. You know what I mean? I need something to work off. You know what I mean? Um, and I think That's artists, yeah. artists get twisted a lot because mm-hmm. they, I think they think that like what they like to hear is what they want to make. And they're very different. Mm-hmm. Like what you're making creatively has to come from you. It has to be unique. And what you're listening to could be completely different. You know what I mean? Recently, I listen to hard trap like all the time. We don't make any of that. You know what I mean? Don like, Tolliver, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shout right, to I've been, I've been um, oh. slamming his and hers since it came out. Oh, oh man, man, we were slamming crazy. what you need. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm about to sing it, but like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah, it's it's true though. We don't listen to the stuff that we that we make. Not at all. Not at all. Like, it's just weird. But, you can um, get inspiration from them. Mm, can, like, definitely. Like, but I think it's different. There's things such as references and things like that. But like, yeah, if you, the shit that we listen to is definitely not what we make. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm learning now is that like the process matters more yeah. than yes. like, the actual outcome of what we're making. It sounds like you're more also intimate with like your creative um, relationship with the people. Yeah. You, it's, not, it's not transactional. It's more like... Let me go to know who you are as a person. Let me know what where you want to go and everything. So 100%. it's different. Yeah, you can't yeah. work with many people when you have those sort of relationships in the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I would love to be like a producer that can just make mm. shit on the spot. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, we just met with uh, Juju because he's coming by our. That studio. guy, I've met him once. Yeah, <laughs> I already think he's a freak. Like, <laughs> like that's what he told us yesterday. That's just yeah, he's saying like, yeah, man, I made like these six tracks in like two hours. Just like wow, like that's, that's another crazy, level. Yeah. Like I wish I could like just have that that freedom to like sort of do it all. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but you know, if I if I'm stuck on a beat, I want to make sure that it's like it's in the sound that I'm looking for. If it's not, then like I have to start again and again and again. And it's mm. like constantly like doing that, I guess. So I, I think it's been good to sort of learn that that's like what I'm best at, and I want to mm. stick to that. You know mm. what I mean? I see that. Um, even if it's different than what the industry or like what's happening in the scene like the way i work as a producer even if it's different i i still feel like it's the best way that i can make the best music with yeah. the artists i work with so i feel like I yeah stick to that do you, you know find it hard to like maybe say no or like uh <laughs> to, to people who come up and you you know you'd want to work with them but you don't know if you can go through that process with them um yeah no actually yeah because yeah. i have had uh, some artists that like i really like and um you know, we've had sessions and then they sit there and I'm just like, oh God, like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell to make for you. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I think, I think there's a lot more artists out there than you'd think mm. that are really confused on what they make. You know what I mean? I think um, like a lot of artists, like, it's very like easy for artists to like, like be like, I'm an artist, I do this and that. But I, I think no one talks about that. Like every single artist goes through the same thing. Like they yeah. all go through the same thing of like creative blocks and like, where am I going musically? Like, and no one talks about that. You know what I mean? So obviously on Instagram, everyone wants to look like, you know, yeah, yeah. they got Facts. shit tight, but, yeah. but every artist has that. Every artist goes through that. Like, it's not something you can really escape from. It's just part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. 
so that's it man shit yeah. even for me like yeah i don't, I don't want to i don't want to show like yeah. if i'm having a fucking rough day yeah. so i'm like let me just tuck on an old fucking video where i'm making a fire beat or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this today you know what i mean like i'll throw like that that's it man that's it you know what i mean yeah to stay looking like i'm fucking you know consistent but you're right man like fucking artists go through that man yeah. and yeah. so i'm tough to get out of that slumber i guess yeah. it's got to capitalize on you on those highs those creative um yeah you know, flows because I feel the same too when I'm yeah. taking photos or I'm having to create video content and I'm mm. like I've actually I've felt so much the same mm. the way you say when you work with people because there's certain people I work with that I already have a relationship with and mm. I feel like as soon as I go and we're like oh let's do a shoot I'm just like yeah I already know I already know I'm so comfortable that it's yeah. something good is going to come out of it because how comfortable I am yeah and I know what they want and what their style is as well so it's yeah. a lot to do with energy as well. Yeah. You know what I mean, like anything creative is just a reflection of like the real life. Mm. You know what I mean. So if you don't know the artist and you don't know what they're going through, mm. how are you gonna make something that like where they can tell their story mm. if you don't know anything about them like that? You know what I mean. Because the best That's music, the, I see it. the best music resonates. Yeah. So like you know, there's when it's not real or it doesn't come from you, there's so many more barriers that stop you from being the best. You mm. know what I mean. So it's important. I, I love I love that about Isaiah because, like, it's it's always about creativity and art first. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't connect, then it isn't for you. For sure. Yeah, but and when did um I guess maybe you guys are still seeking this, but when do you guys feel like you got to a point of like confidence? Like, okay, I know I'm the shit. I'm not good at this. Or are you still kind of searching for that a little bit? Bro, you need to start with that. <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna make anything if you don't yeah. have that mentality? Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to start with that. Shit, we feel like that all the time. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but um, it isn't always the reality. Let's be real. Let's be real. But it's a it's a big manifestation mm. sort of mentality. Yeah, and that's something I've grown to learn quite recently um, because, yeah, last two years was, you know, for me is right to release, right to release, right to release. I never had to really had to um, really think about like my sound and how am I going to leave a legacy? How am I going to, uh, you know, release a song or release a piece of artwork, a piece of myself and people are like, shit, that's our King. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, I've got some good songs. But like, like it's it's about time we step up. So that's the goal. That's the future goal. Like creating with no expectations. Creating with the, the we were talking about it today. Cre- creating with the mentality of just growth and being better. And in I don't know if you all watched the um the short J Cole documentary. No, I haven't. I haven't picked it yet. It's yet. from his um oh yeah from his album off season. Yeah. And he said like to himself, it's like you ever want to like look back and think that you didn't like you weren't the best at what you were like you know what I mean like and it's like that thought that like lingers in your head of like oh I could have done more mm-hmm. like I could have been the best at this I mm-hmm. could have I could have put in the work and been happy with the product that I make instead mm-hmm. of uh, being well complacent yeah. Yeah. Um, falling into complacency is a big thing mm-hmm. um, yeah I think that real confidence is different from mm-hmm. like a confidence that we know you know what I mean yeah. that real confidence is like self-respect of like I know I'm not the best, but I know I can make something. You know what I mean? You have that confidence to make something. And when you're in that space of, like, your own self-confidence, it's not like you're trying to put anyone else down. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I'm better than this person or anything. It's like, no, you just know that you're good enough to make whatever it is you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think you need to start with that. You value your worth. You need to you start have, with have that. Worth yeah, it yeah, yeah dude. I don't think you can make anything exactly if you don't have that. Positive re- re- 
affirmation constantly yeah I'm good I can, I can get better I can get better yeah. I can yeah. get better yeah yeah whether it be in which way that you want subliminally you know if you if you affirm that, that, that sort of shit like you know it's yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, it's important to like know your vision mm-hmm. that's a feedback loop too because when you mm-hmm. do something you, that you're proud of you know what I mean I can look back at this EP all the time. I have it. I literally have it in my like journal. You know what I mean? It's like something that I accomplished, like mm-hmm. to make a cohesive EP. I did that. Mm-hmm. Like now, when I step into a studio, it's like, all right, if I've known I've done that, I can do things. Do it again. again you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. So it's like it's, you're just building like this yeah. loop where you're constantly in that mode. That's I mean. it. Are you hoping to do a project for Olivia? Of course. <laughs> We've been working. Hold <laughs> on. We've been working. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been working for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's good. I think uh, Livy doesn't have a body of work yet to really like present mm. to the world. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I think it'd be good to finally do that. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious, which tracks did you produce for that? Uh, the ones that are out at the moment is yeah. uh, Take It All. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a joint, bro. Yeah, That's you like that one? Such a good song. It's crazy. Yeah. It's probably the, a bit hard, <laughs> you know, the hardest one I've made. Okay. Um, and then, I-L-W-Y, In Love With You. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that was love with during you. quarantine, wasn't it? With the, yeah. yeah, that took a yeah. whole last year to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From start to finish. Okay, the entire year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exposing her right now. <laughs> um, Olivia's very, like, based upon her quality of work, you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. very, like, a very high, at a high standard and also, like, something that she regards to be, like, an important part of her work, I think. So making sure that everything's right for her before anything gets released is like super important. Yeah, for sure. And any other tracks or those are the only two that's... Are those the only two that are released right now? Yeah. yeah. There's only two, two I thought you, um, yeah, he produced right now, Attention. Right <laughs> attention was done. Oh, I know this. I had, to, I had to hit him up. Sangrio, yeah. Oh, that was a great track, too. Yeah, yeah it was a good video. I know Francis did that video, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did a great job on the video. That was a funny shoot. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> it's funny, I feel like people have been ripping you off because, like, I've seen other people do music videos at that location now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that location was dope. <laughs> That location was super cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been there. It's, like, it's actually like really spacious. It's cool. It's cool to get. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I love it. I love it. It's a good time. We're here, out here with uh, real Melbourne in Melbourne. Come on now. It's good. Streaming worldwide. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Shit. I mean. Um, yeah, not, not to pride too personal or whatever, but I'd be interested to ask, like, what's actually better, producing for Olivia or dating Olivia? Oh, <laughs> God damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. Yo. Uh, <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> hey, take a sip of your water. I ain't got any left, bro. I ain't got any left. Plead the fifth of that one. Let's just take a drink real quick. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. This is preparation. Yeah. Preparation for what? <laughs> They're going to be asking way worse shit than down the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, is, this is coming from a good place. Come on now. Of course. Um, no, it's good. I mean, <laughs> our relationship is very, uh, I think it's very deep um, for me personally. Um, so I think like we both know how to keep work separate really well, which is something that's like, 
really hard to do, I think, like normally. For but sure. we're both like insanely hard workers, so we definitely know when to like separate ourselves. So yeah. That can be very difficult for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. In creative, especially in the creative like yeah. it's even worse because you feel like ideas would come every time and you'd want to always be doing something as yeah. well. Yeah. I think it's good because we, we just sort of understand. We both under like get it. We both understand. You know what I mean? Like we get the process really well. So and also like yeah, creativity it's amazing. is personal. You know what I mean? Mm. So that, that comes oh, from shit, the same This track's going to be <laughs> <laughs> the best you've ever heard. <laughs> 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 uh, very personal. You know, yeah. producer-artist relationships, it's not, it's not that uncommon. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah, exactly. About Swiss Beats and Alicia Yeah, I was Keys. thinking, but they don't even work together, really. Yeah, like, oh, they, oh. they keep their shit on, like, kind of separate. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, mean, um, I feel like they don't have to work Summer together. Walker. Yeah. Summer, Summer Walker. Summer Walker in London. In London. Yeah, shit. Executive the biggest R&B album from a female stream. Yeah, she's she's actually the biggest artist. So we're up next. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And the sound that they've got together is just crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, that, that album was just yeah, it was insane, wasn't it? Oh my god! Holy yeah. shit! Biggest Summer Walker fan. Oh, biggest. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. She got popped off out of nowhere, to be honest. Yeah, I just it sucks that she. Like she wants to make candles or some shit. Like she wants to make soaps or whatever. She doesn't want to do. She doesn't want to do albums. Mess is heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Drake makes candles as well. Yeah. She doesn't want to do albums anymore. That, that, that sucks for the fans. Like I appreciate all the body of work that she's dropped. Mm. If she never drops again, like I'll be sad. But I'll be like, look, as long as you, I mean, as long as you're happy, whatever. <laughs> That's the most whatever. Right. He's like breaking up into. He's like breaking up into. As long as you're happy, man. Fans, we're so fickle, aren't we? We're so fickle, man. But yeah, do you do you guys kind of see yourselves as a bit of a power couple in, in Melbourne, like as far as like creators or? Come on I now, mean, let the people decide. But for sure, for sure, I think so. Yeah, I think it's uh, you guys versus uh, Tintendo and Turquoise. Oh, <laughs> that's so <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Tintendo's crazy. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah, he's like a that. mad producer. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anyone else really off the, off the cuff anyway. Yeah, yeah not neither. <laughs> it's a real. It's cool. I remember the first time I saw her. Yeah, the first time I saw her was crazy. She was playing at um, <laughs> Rini's show. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like Rini's first show at the Workers Club. Mm. Um, I wasn't even doing music back then, and so seeing her on stage, I was like blown away. I was like, damn, this is like something else. You know that's what I mean? It, man. And that's when I really wanted to start pushing to get into the scene like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've um we've known Turquoise since high school actually. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got this old ass fucking recording of her doing like yeah. a fucking uh, cover of uh, somebody I used to know. So you know Ooh, it's like yeah. that fucking old like twenty twelve type mm-hmm. shit. You know. That's what I mean? cool. So she's yeah, super yeah. nice. Yeah. And super talented. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool because his show sort of linked up on the like the second anniversary of the time that I saw Olivia at Workers Club. So it's kind of it was like a nice feeling, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, back at that stage, just, my car broke down that night when I saw Olivia. I was like full homeless, mm-hmm. and like that car was like the last thing that I was using to like sleep wow. in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like it broke down like ten minutes before your show. Yeah. It broke down like around Fitzroy area. I was like, oh my God, like, this is it. Like, I don't even know where I'm going to sleep tonight. And I still went to the show and like, like seeing everyone there, like, 
like I just forgot about everything. I was like, wow, I just need to be in this scene. Like whatever this is, yeah. like this is talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to like be around this. Reassure. Like you. help, uh, like with whatever I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Let's yeah, not skip over this homeless thing, bro. <laughs> so, like how, how, yeah. Um, yeah. How how'd you get to that situation, man? Um, it was basically just a a classic like uh, you know little argument with the family. Um, at the time I was doing um, uh, physiotherapy. Um, I was in my course and I was like a year in, um, and I dropped that. And it had been like a, like a six months or eight months since when I dropped that. And I was working with like this guy on um, Westside and he had like this clothing brand. So like, that's where I really learned how to like do meetings and like how to do video shoots and stuff. Like I really learned that from him. Um, and part of that clothing brand, I was like, I want to start a, like a music side of this, like to bring like people mm. into the clothing thing, which is how like the Melbourne thing started, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, my um, my parents were basically like, you either you know have to get a job or like go back to uni at that stage because I'd already I'd fucked up two courses. I got I got enrolled into um, um, this really amazing course that I always wanted like as a kid, this Bachelor of Entrepreneurship at the University of Canberra. It was a crazy course that I even got accepted because I didn't get accepted my first year after high school. And then because I'd done all that work with that that guy and like the clothing industry and stuff, I used that to present the second year. And I finally got accepted and like, it was an amazing opportunity because it's like very limited people. You like, you have to live in China for a year and learn the trade business. Then you have to go over to um, Silicon Valley and you get to meet all the people to start like, like, yeah. So it was crazy I even got accepted and I dropped it in a month. Like within the first month I was like, nah. Just like I just want to do it myself. Like I don't want to learn how to do it. Like I want to live it. it, you know what I mean? Like I want to live it like, yeah. and learn that way. Um, so yeah, I dropped that. My parents were like, well, you know, you either have those options or like you don't live here anymore. And I feel like they, they did that to like, you know what I mean, make me go back to the course. And I was like, all right, I bet. I literally <laughs> grabbed my stuff and I just walked out like that night, like straight up, like wow. just grabbed my stuff and I left. And I started living um, uh, for about two months. I was like going back and forth, like West Side. I was living in like, um, like parks, um, you know, at the beach and stuff. It's really, it's really hard to like sort of live with the car because like you're always scared that like cops will come and like you know like take you away and stuff. So you, like every night I'd have to move like three or four times. You know, like I have to get up. I'd have like an alarm on my phone. Get up, still move. Had the car this time, yeah, yeah, still had the car and I'd like move to a different location. You know what I mean? Sleep there for a couple more hours and then. That's gotta be stressful. Yeah, I, th I think it just takes a lot like to to sort of live basic stuff. You know what I mean? Because then every morning you have to go to McDonald's, charge your phone. And you have to go to the pools to like have a shower, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you can start your day. But that's where I really like um, thought a lot about like my life and like my legacy, I guess, and like what I want to do. So that period was like amazing, you know what I mean? I think a lot of the stuff and a lot of the learnings and stuff that I take today came from that period of time. Mm -hmm of like learning that, yeah. Yeah, and it's dope that you're not ashamed to talk about it as well as a period yeah. in your life and you know, I guess now you've overcome it. Like, yeah, for sure. how were you able to get out of that situation? Um, after a couple of months, like um, three or four months, like because I'd been working so much and stuff, like my, my mom called me in tears. She was like, oh, she's like, I can't believe I've waited this long to even talk to you. You know what I mean? Like, can you please they, come Did back? they know your situation at the time or no? Not at all. Like, yeah. um, um, yeah, not at all. I think it was more of like a stubbornness of like, oh, you left, like you're going to be back type yeah. thing. And then I never came back. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it was that, that sort of um, area. But then after that, a um, bit more supportive, you know what I mean? Like mum's garage we got to use for the studio. Thing. Yeah. 
but I think ever since then, my parents don't really like care what I do from here on out. You know I mean, because like I proved, I guess, in that in that sense that like I'm just doing my own thing. You know what I mean? And you give it your all. Yeah, you are all in. Yeah. So that's that's another. I think it's an important thing, that, like, like to to sort of prove to yourself that like you're willing to sort of like die. You know what I mean for this? You know what I mean? And it goes it's from like, that. It's an important like, thing, on, I guess. From being homeless, which like the only way is up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's not much further you can go. Yeah. The muscles have shown I mean, how much you love. The muscles have seen how much you loved this. Yeah, for this sure. Path and now they just accept it. I think it's. It I think is. there's a lot more worse out there. You know I mean, we have Definitely. it really lucky here, insanely Definitely. lucky, which I think is why, you know, I think it translates into music as well. Mm -hmm. As to why people like um, aren't so experimental, like have that hunger or drive for it, especially because we have it super nice here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, which I feel like in other parts of the world they don't have, which is translates into the art. You know what That's mean? good, man. Exactly. So, We're so blessed here. Yeah, yeah we are. Well, well speaking of, like, you've um, gone to Cambodia to help out yeah. you know, children yeah. there and, and do some teaching. Like, yeah. speak on that and, and how that situation come about. Um, oh, please, me too. Nah, blessed to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I, w I went to high school in Daninong and... Um, we had this thing in year 12 where they would, um, instead of going to schoolies, they'd call something called coolies, yeah? And it was basically they'd help you fund a trip to go to um, a school that we fund in Cambodia, in a village. And they were like, they'd select a group of us and we'd go over there and teach and collect materials all year-round fundraise and take it all over there and teach the kids. So I did that when I was in year 12, um, I taught music in English and then I went back a couple of years ago I think 2019 yeah you uh, went back yeah when yeah, Cambodia what was that what was that sorry when Cambodia I went to Phnom Penh and Siem Reap yeah beautiful place man definitely one of my most favourite uh, most favourite places on earth one, one of my most favourite places on earth yeah. it's just I think the, the best part about Cambodia is that the people there have nothing but they're still happy. You know what I mean? It yeah. puts it into perspective. And yeah. they went through a lot of like, oh, man. They, I, I went there, that was my first solo trip I ever traveled oh, by myself. Damn. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And um, like seeing everyone how they were affected by, you know, the genocide and everything. Yeah, Pol Pot. It, yeah, it showed me so much how like, how, they were so nice people. They were just Such nice so people, nice. Yeah. And everyone's gone through that and I think they value each other so much more because they went through that hardship and they know yeah. where they've come from and yeah. it's, it's crazy to see it's, it's really nice to see it's a change yeah. it's such a big change coming from here it's a mm. big so reality check going yeah. to a place like that yeah big reality check mm -hmm. um i was meant to go to japan the year that um i was going to cambodia and then my high school calls me up and they're like hey we'd love for you to like you know be a mentor on this trip blah 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 i dropped it like mm. i literally had flights to japan and i dropped it and i said um I'm going to Cambodia. Yeah. Yeah. In a heartbeat. If they ask me again, I'll do it again. Mm. It's just, it's like, obviously, it's it's sort of selfish to say it's self-rewarding because you don't go there to feel like you've done something great. You, it's there for them and only them. And it was just, it's just beautiful to see that you are playing a part in making someone's life better. Mm. And these kids, like, they start school at three years old and, you know, you're teaching them English, which is something that would definitely help them down the track and getting jobs and 
You see the effort they put in to come to school. Their parents take ferries and then ride a scooter across an island to the village. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's insane to think of like what they go through to give to their families. Mm-hmm. And you know, we come there for, for for two weeks, and we just you know give our all as much as we can. Definitely. And how'd you find actually teaching? You know, music. I loved it. You know, loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so loved it. Difficult loved it. at all. Um, no, yeah. no, no, these kids are super receptive, mm-hmm. super, super engaging and receptive because they've never experienced anything like it. You know what I mean? So when, when we're telling them to sing songs and we're telling them how to, my first trip, we were teaching them, we were teaching them fucking time signatures, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, like actual, like uh, rhythmic things in music mm-hmm. and that shit's like advanced. These kids are like getting it, you know? Um, and it was just amazing to see. It was just so like you'd feed off each other. And the last trip was hard yeah. because the kids had gone even younger. And um, oh, it's just a blessing. Yeah, just a blessing to be able to do that. Because um, if there's anything that I recommend once in your life is to definitely do missionary work. Mm-hmm. At least once in your life, whether it be in Cambodia, in, wherever. You'll definitely see, you'll definitely find a new quality of, or perspective of your own life. It's just insane. Yeah. See, like, you know, you come back, I come back to this country and I have a bed to sleep on. That's a privilege. You know what I mean? Breathing over there is a privilege. You know what I mean? I, like, I would walk down uh, Siem Reap, the river, the stream uh, in Main Point, and I, I would see the one thing that will always stick, to, stick with me is this one thing where I saw this... Um, this father holding two kids in his hands like this, one here, one here. And in his hand, he was sniffing paint. Like, like it, it's like that full on. You know what I mean? So he was... He sniffing paint. Yeah. Oh, he was sniffing paint? Yeah. Oh. yeah. What, what's the purpose behind that? It it's, gives you a high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Or like yeah, the, the textures or whatever. Yeah, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, the chemicals give you high. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was quite like, I was taken back because I, was, I wasn't even 18 when I first went. And when I saw that, I still remember the full image vividly mm. I've seen that and it's like they have nothing man yeah. and they still have to look after their kids you know what I mean otherwise they're dead yeah and it's, it's that's the hard truth you know what I mean mm. and um beautiful place yeah beautiful like country the culture is so rich there um and what are speaking about you know the genocide and things like that that happened in Cambodia mm. they are so so um like um Inversed in, like, into their culture and their history, they don't they don't try and forget it. They don't shy like a lot of people. I'm no, like, they you know, they were openly like, oh, my uncle, or my yeah. auntie, or my grandma was affected, yeah. but I was taken away, or this happened. So yeah, yeah. they're very in touch. Yeah. And you know what? Like, what, what was it? Seventies. Yeah, I think it was pretty recent. It was yeah. 70s. It was so still, that's, yeah, it was still very early. It was yeah, still so a long ago. That's like, you know, like if you had a grandparent, yeah. that's them. You know what I mean? And, you know, they've got genocide museums. They've got all these temples and, and like the killing fields. Yeah, it's pretty... It's full on. It's, it's full on. But they hold these things for awareness because this is something that, that is them. Like, this is what they've been through. This is why they're like this. This is what, what drives them to do what they do in their life. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I love that place. 
It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a great place. Yeah. Did you have um similar experience when you went there? Yeah, I had a, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still think it's one of my favorite places in Asia. Yeah, mm. just like yeah. you know, I've I've met nicer people than exactly in Cambodia. Right. The people there were just like yeah, another level. Yeah. And, I'd love to go back, you know, I feel like I'd travel around too much, but I'd love to go back there and take, like, someone close to me there, because... Yeah. Would, yeah, that would be... I'd like to that share that. that yeah. It's special. Yeah, it's it one is of those things where you, you don't want to take someone who's close to you, because, yeah, it means so much. Okay. Yeah. I was shit scared yeah. there. You went to Cambodia, too. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm out here, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great. It was great. It was my first trip there, and when I got there, I was like... I've never been to Asia before as well, so oh, I got damn. down there and like everyone coming up to you, tuk tuks. Like, dude, I was like, I call, I call my friend, like I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm stressing out. These yeah. people, these people everywhere. I didn't know what to do, and I had all my camera stuff on yeah. me, and I was like, oh. but after the first day, and I felt so. Yeah. Walking down the streets by myself and whatever, you just feel like, yeah, people are just living their own lives. No one's really out to get you. Yeah. People are just trying to make a living. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly right. But, oh, beautiful place. Definitely. How was your experience then in Cambodia? It was good. Um, same thing, like mm-hmm. through school. I was uh, 16 though, mm-hmm. so I was a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a, a, uh, it was a weird program that my school ran. Like, <laughs> we basically, there's like 20 of us and uh, we each had to like fundraise to fundraise our trip there. Mm-hmm. And then when we were there, like it was basically like free for all. Like we had to learn how to like budget, travel where we wanted to go like what we we're gonna eat so like it was good like i think that's important life skills i guess like <laughs> and to do it in another country that's yeah another, that's another world i definitely like to go back and like actually look at the history and stuff because it was more of like a oh shit like we're gonna die tonight because we don't have anywhere to sleep you know what i mean like it was more of like a oh wow. you know what i mean like we've got this much money we need to save it you know what i mean so i don't think i got to like experience the Did culture like go? that like a girl to reach so yeah, you can at least enjoy- survive for the month <laughs> come back in one piece like what the fuck we had another like a sister school bro we had a sister school that like had saved up their money yeah. and they missed their flight and so they they couldn't physically pay for their ticket so they didn't get to go wow. they spent like 12 months like who saving up money this? who organized this I can't, even, I can't remember what it is um, shout out the school yeah shout out <laughs> shout out to them school. it was crazy <laughs> Don't send your kids. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's cool. Bro, what a scam! <laughs> you pay them to. You can raise some money for to us. Live. <laughs> Back to the plane company. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Guys, yeah. high school is weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a transition going from primary school to high school as well. I um, at primary school, I, used, I was living on West Side. Oh, okay. And I went to high school to Baldwin on East Side. Wow. And I went from St. Albans to Baldwin. That's a trip. It was like yeah. the did, biggest. Did like, you reside in Baldwin and move there or were you traveling no, my, the whole time? My parents, um, like my dad started getting contracts out in like East Side. So yeah. like we're living in Doncaster, mm. but you know, barely coming from like yeah. St. Albans to Doncaster, like yeah. Jesus, like, yeah, it was, it was a bit tough, like for the family like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's super different, like, being in primary school and, yeah. like, the way people, like, talk and stuff. And then you're going into, like, born and it's, like, mm. everyone's, like, talking very prim Dif- and proper. Different people? <laughs> different people? Different way different, different graphics and stuff? Oh, yeah, completely, yeah. man. Like, yeah. like, primary school is, like, it's very, like, cultured, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we had all different ethnicities, like, in St. Albans. Mm. And then I go to high school in Bowen and it's, like, I'm, like, 
the biggest one out. Like, I'm the odd one out. Mm, like, yeah. everyone's just white, like, mm. completely. Like, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Um, and, like, they all talk differently. And it was just, it was so weird. Like, <laughs> but I think it was good. Like, I think um, that, like, learning has, like, helped now because I feel like I can talk to anyone. You know what I mean? Obviously. Yeah. With all that being said, which side is the best side? <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I have to give it to the West Side. Come on, man. Yeah, I have to give it to the West Side. You have to. Like, you know your neighbors and shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I miss that. Like, yeah. East Side, like, everyone's just in their houses. You know what I mean? Like, no one talks to each other. There's no sense of, like, community like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I miss that. Like, you know, West Side, where everyone's, like, together. You know what I mean? Huh? What a liar. What a liar. <laughs> RL doesn't like it. Nah, this guy, <laughs> Southeast. Yeah. Did you ever get robbed being in St. Albans? Three like, times. Oh, yeah, there we go. Fuck Three times. Right. What's with yeah. everyone having bad experience? You see, I, As a kid, I, I've yeah. lived in St. Albans for 10 years now. And I, yeah, but you were no older way. when you first yeah, came yeah, to Australia. Yeah, like, you were like 15, 16. Like, when I got robbed, it was like 13, 14. Sometimes yeah. bad, worst back then. I was yeah. like eight years old. I remember the first time my house got robbed. Man, it was so weird. Oh, I come man. back from school. Yeah. I'm like, and the door's already open. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, go in the door and like, yeah. All the DVDs are down. And I was like, I was super young. And I was like, I didn't watch any movies like this morning. <laughs> like, what, why is everything out? Yeah. And then like, yeah, like two hours later, there's like there's all these coppers. And I was like yeah, so yeah. young. I was yeah. like, what the hell's going on? Like, yeah. it's so weird. Like as a kid, cause you're like, damn, someone's like in yeah. my house, you know, yeah. like, in my space. Sure. It's like, it's just a weird feeling. Yeah. But even like, uh, like one-on-one confront, confrontation, like did yeah. you ever get that as well? Nah. Oh, oh, no, 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 as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got chased by another kid with a knife no. alright this is weird this is gonna sound yeah, weird let's go. I gotta get into this this kid was on a fucking like a unicycle you know like there's like a uni is yeah, that yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. One, one, like, one wheel yeah, yeah one wheel and he's going up and down the street and I'm coming back from school and I'm looking at it like I have to walk past him and then he goes inside and he comes out with like this massive knife and he starts running after me and I was, I was like 11 years old I was yeah. like oh shit like, <laughs> I just printed like but it's weird it's like like why was he on a unicycle I don't know yeah. there's so many questions I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But was time. he nice on it? Because there's some people on unicycles that don't know how to ride it. So like, <laughs> nah, he's pretty good with it. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, that's, that's dangerous. West side. <laughs> it's like the same age as me. I'm like, man, why are you at school? Right. <laughs> you're <You're> circus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It's like this <laughs> juggling knife. Tell me my knife, man. Maybe I looked at it differently. <laughs> man, that's wild. Man. Just say nice. running, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> West side Literally. world star. Well, mm. Damn. I also think that a lot of creative people come from 100%. West Side, Southeast. Mm. I think uh, in the more privileged places, I don't think people are creative like that because they don't have to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, that's what I love about like, like culture, I guess, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people that like come from harder upbringings are, are more creative in that sense. You know what I mean? They have like a hungrier drive to do shit with their lives that means something. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. Like, so yeah, I think like all the artists either come from Southeast or yeah. There's West. a few coming out from the North. Yeah. Oh, uh, Olivia's from the North. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they all come from West. <laughs> You need North to chill. Like, oh, Yo, <laughs> test. Like from the ghetto. There's test one. too. That's goddamn. Alright, get roasted, man. No. <laughs> so you're gonna hear that on the trip, right? 
I can't wait till she sits here. She's got a lot to say. <laughs> She's gonna be like, remember that podcast like a few weeks ago? I'm back. <laughs> You definitely need to run now. <laughs> I wish we had a camera on it, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You need to run now. Yeah, it's um, it's it's yeah. crazy though, cause they, you're right. Like it's either far east or like, like even the east for me seems like a foreign place. Like yeah. I, I never come past the city ever. Mm. So like going down there, it's like yeah, I'm it's probably weird, never weird, huh? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I probably never link up with those people unless it was like an event in the city or somewhere that we yeah. we, we met up. Cause yeah, it's. Well, yeah. Like, I was in Southeast all my life. Still am. And he's like, oh, I've, I've got a studio at Ringwood. Well, he's, he's got Yeah, a first, the first one that we had, the garage. And I was like, where's that? Like, <laughs> like, I was like, what's that, man? Even the people in Southeast don't know where it's Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like East Side was like, well, that's a bit weird, man. Yeah. Like, that's, that's... And it was all right. It was really easy to get to, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, some... Like, you when you're in these these places like west side and southeast i think are quite similar to each other mm-hmm. in terms of demographic and diversity of culture and things like that and it's like everything else is another world mm-hmm. like spotswood i've never heard of spotswood yeah <laughs> he's like <laughs> like oh man we're in spotswood like. i was like what the fuck is spotswood yeah. like, you know that's west side he's <laughs> like what because like, honestly like i've i've never had I've, I've been to the west i went to union web west side mm-hmm. um and St. Albans, that's the only places that have really been Sunshine, St. Albans. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're talking yeah. about this in the car. He's like, man, I felt at home in St. Albans. I literally did. I literally did. Because, like, Danny Nong and, and St. Albans, Sunshine, yeah. very similar. Yeah. Very similar. I know, I don't mean to say this, but the sketchiness Dude, of the it's hood. It's crazy because I was with a friend the other day yeah. and he's from, he grew up in Danny Nong and went foot school. He's like, bro, these streets remind me of Danny Nong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come to now. Oh, stop it. <laughs> It is so similar. They are like, so similar to each other. And like, yeah, I was literally saying like when I was at uni or when, when I went on my placements and things like that in St. Albans, I was like, this shit is normal. Like <laughs> people were coming from like, you know, CBD and like central places and East side also. And they were like, yeah, man, so dodgy out here. It's, it's like scary. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I take my dog for walking around this side. Like. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good though because it was like you're seeing a different world, but it's still the same. Mm. Yeah, you got HP HP boys on your street. Huh? Literally, see yeah, them at all. Yeah, see so them. So like you pretty much know like their ends and like where they shot their music videos and all that sort of stuff. Literally, yeah. man. I got like I don't know which song it was. Probably Blueprint. Um, they they were they shot it at the tattoo parlor that I got my first tattoo at. Right, right. <laughs> it was like down the street, like you know what I mean. Like they they're pre they're very big, like very well known in yeah. in our drill like, scene's yeah. going crazy. Yeah, yeah. one we saw, four uh, HP boys. All we these saw guys. one four the uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, you all met them. Yeah, nice. Where where's that? They're in Sydney. So oh, you went to Sydney to meet them, did you? Yeah, Liv and I went to Sydney nice. um, for like a business trip. Like we're meeting different people. Mm. We just happened to be at the studio. Mm. Um, and they pulled up in the car. It was so funny, man. Wait, so you were in Mount Druid or somewhere else? No, no, no. So their studio is in... Marrickville. Marrickville. Okay. The studio is in Marrickville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> the, um, the studio is crazy. It's like full. Like every like door on the security is like insane. Yeah. Like it's full like wow. security up like insanely. And like they're so nice, man. They came out of the car. They're like, oh, come in. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like you can talk about it all you want. When you see them in real life, you're like, oh, shit. Like 
you know like these people are real you know what i mean like that mm. presence that people carry it's like it's it's real you know yeah, I mean? shit. <laughs> um, hard, yeah they're nice as fuck like <laughs> did they have a crew with them an entourage with them or was uh, there was just like three of them i think they're using their studio there um yeah so it's cool it's a cool time yeah, drill's going crazy. Drill's right going now. crazy. Uh, one, drill, one, yeah. my, one of my friends opened up for Young Lips the other day, part oh. of an act. Yeah, yeah. Jama. Jama. Yeah, Jama opened up. Yeah. Oh, shout out your friend now. Right? Jama. <laughs> I know he wants to be shouted out. That's the only thing, bro. Yeah, He's yeah. working on his stuff. and um, Yeah, but mm-hmm. we went to, Jama opened up and we went to see the the show, mm-hmm. uh, for him, him performing, support and everything. And I think out of for opening acts he was the only one who's doing like uh you know trap uh uh rap stuff and yeah. everyone else all the others were, were drill groups no way so was, yeah, yeah all young kids coming through as well and i'm like there must be heaps the influence is so crazy that yeah. there's a lot of people doing yeah. it now it's like yeah i've I, met jama once he's a nice guy he's, yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's cool. works hard the, the people yeah. really want it. Yeah, he's got lots of yeah. stuff working yeah. working on, and yeah, yeah, I think he's rolling out his stuff soon. So yeah. it's, it's exciting times for him. Yeah, That's dope. yeah. my um, one of my like close high school friends runs those nights at Empire. Oh yeah, DJ hates. Okay, he's one that like um hosts those artists that come there. Mm-hmm. So he's doing well. Like it's pretty good. Like you know, it's southeast. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you know Avi as well, or Avi's nah. no longer a part of it. I have no clue. Okay, I, gotcha. I just yeah. know I just know Hayden. Hayden, yeah, yeah. It's just dope yeah. yeah, so he he um yeah he's I think high management for those mm-hmm. for those nights and stuff yes. for that. So it's pretty cool. Like these these things happening south and like artists agreeing to come to the yeah. southeast. You know what I mean? Because it's not you know it's not central. Exactly. Definitely but, not fucking well, central. But like, <laughs> but like, it's cool. Yeah, I've never been. That was my first time to Empire, and it was like it was it was very grand. But um, he's from he's from Dandenong, um, Chalma. Okay. He's from those ends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have been very familiar familiar, but mm-hmm. with the, like all the artists, you you've performed a couple of times. Yeah. For yeah. Some opening I've, artists. Uh, yeah, I've I've DJed there for like my own sets and also um for Sean Kingston opening yeah, up as well. So that's yeah, 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 they are like yeah, yeah like it's like it's wow easy. There, you know? there? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean Kingston's performance was funny as fuck though because <laughs> it's just like you know there was some, something going wrong with the fucking sound tech and the yeah. issues and that yeah. sort of stuff <laughs> oh, and no, then no. he was just fucking like on the mic like he was just abusing the guy like <laughs> in front of everyone in front of everyone and, and he performed half these tracks a cappella. Oh. And, and it was actually like it was actually a nice touch and he yeah. was professional about that sort of stuff yeah he did end he said like a little bit early but yeah it was just so fucking it, it was just so fucking weird you oh. know to, to hear a performance just yeah. acapella only but yeah. he's got those songs where you sing along anyway so yeah, yeah. It, it works um but yeah that was that was a very interesting performance man. yeah i think it's weird when artists like 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 be mean to their crew and stuff mm. when they're doing a performance because it's so weird you sort of get like broken out of that like yeah. that world you're like oh shit like but sometimes it's it's like an act yeah yeah because like um there was a story about biggie i don't know if you've seen that youtube video oh, where he throws the throws the bottle at the dj oh what the fuck the... is wrong with you like Jeez. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. but yeah you've seen that but um but yeah like the story goes like uh the dj he said oh you know at the hotel room afterwards like he he um uh like he had a bunch of girls waiting for me and he's like look i know you know that was just some tech issues whatever but i had to do that for the performance or whatever oh, you know what i mean so damn. he kept like it was kind of like a unspoken rule g thing type thing I mean, damn. yeah that's cool wow. yeah can't be doing that shit now no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. have you had times where you've gone to perform and like 
the crowd doesn't give you anything and then how do you how do you react to that oh, fuck is wrong with you man? <laughs> man oh man in my yeah. in my studio right I've got two photos oh, on the wall like just two photos yeah. one of them is with Pharrell and Rick Rubin cause yeah. like like the goats you know what I mean I love yeah. that interview that they had together and then the other one we weren't in the venue what? don't say anything about the venue I'm not gonna say the, the name obviously yeah, yeah. but the other one We're is nice from, guys. from yeah. performance <laughs> That recent I did at, at this place, <laughs> this unnamed place, <laughs> it was the worst goddamn performance we've ever done. It was like the most embarrassing thing we've ever, ever done. She gives me a headache. And I, oh, I, I keep that up there every day because I'm like, man, it cannot get worse than that. What, like, what happened? Bro, man. We couldn't hear ourselves. We, we were... He was live mixing, yeah, on, on the DJ deck because yeah. did, we did a DJ set at this place. And there were... There was someone in like the back room controlling the sound. <laughs> he's like turning of, it up, and, and like down, like every like five well, seconds. Playing, yeah, yeah. yeah. this is turning it up. He's turning it down. So I, have to, I can't hear myself in the mic, so I'm like putting my head like this, and it's there's oh. no like PA system, so he can't hear himself. He's yeah, like, yeah. can I hear my? You know what I mean? And like, there was nothing set up when we got there. By the way, so I had to set up all the DJ decks. So I'm not really like familiar with like CDJs like that, so uh-huh. I didn't even know how to like put together everything yeah. I was like I don't know what's going yeah. on like, that can be thorny for something yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 it was a wild fucking show and yeah. you know the, obviously the crowd wasn't in it because of the type of place it was it, it was like wasn't, three people you know, two of them and it was, our girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> and, like it, was, it wasn't like you know we didn't expect everyone to be there whatever yeah. um, but it was so bad it was just like we left that place. We're like, we are never fucking doing that again. Like, Reese was pretty. I've never seen him like that. I would, Man dropped the mic. He was like, like oh, I was like, I'm done. Like, this. I was like, happy singing. I, like, I love performing live. Like, that's one of my things. Like, I love like being on stage, but like, man, that shit was whack. Yeah, it was so bad. And um, it's not even about the crowd. I think it it's wasn't about like, the crowd. It was just about the whole like the setting. I guess. Yeah, the setting and like the aura of the place as well, um, and just the way it was handled. Oh, the fucking back room! <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Why the fuck did they have that when they give you the fucking decks? Man's turning up my mic and they're turning it down in the fucking back room. <laughs> Playing whack a mole. I was like, oh shit, it's like another problem. Like I gotta change it here. There's nothing more that we could do. And it was just, it was just a wild night. That was the night we released um one of my first songs, Drugs, and um, which was good. It was good. I feel like you needed that bad experience because Drugs turned out to be like he's. Bigger song now. Yeah, still. I think yeah. so. Yeah, like yeah. it was the one that was most receptive. So yeah, it maybe was... the performance like made you feel like yeah. you're on drugs because you're so bad. <laughs> 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 fucking, I wish. There've been some bad drugs. That was a bad. That's a bad <laughs> fucking trip because that, <laughs> that shit was black as fuck. And I'm telling you, man, like it was just bad. And then yeah, now we got that photo up in the studio. One yeah. of the, like, the candid shots while, we, while we're performing. Just, yeah, exactly. To remind ourselves. <laughs> like, we ain't shit. Of where we go. <laughs> Humbles yourself. That's yeah, yeah. Humbles yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking shit. So we're not going back there. You know what I mean? Um, and then another one. Like, wait, no disrespect to this place, though. Like, it was... Yeah, it, knows where it is. Yeah. Right? It, was a good, it was a good event. Mm. It was. And, um, like, I had my set. And... <laughs> Again, no disrespect to no one because everyone there was like really, really kind and, and, and nice and everything. I think it was just a simple mistake. I think it was just like a simple mistake. This is when I was like really high. No, 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 no. Oh, this is another no, no. oh, <laughs> story. So we'll this, this is um, the fundraiser. 
I can't remember. Just go tell okay. it. And um, I have my I have my set, and it's we're doing about five songs, so it's about 20, 20 minutes maybe. Straight after my second song, I'm about to go on to the next one. About to literally introduce the next song, and the and the host host comes in. He like I don't know if he like grabs my mic or or like Yo. has his own mic. And he's like, "Thank you, Iron King, for your performance." <laughs> That was so tight. That shit was great, man. No, I forgot that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I was shocked. I was, I was fucking shocked. I was yeah. like, what is going on? And and I look back. So long. I look. I look back at Vince, and I'm because he was DJing for me. I look back at Vince. I was like, uh, thanks. And I, and I walk off. And I walk off. And um, I just didn't know what happened. And there were a couple of there were a couple of friends that came um to see the performance, and like I sat down, and um, they're like, "Is that it? Like, is, <laughs> is that is, you is, is that Fuck, man, I was I was so confused, and it was no like, hey, because then he realized what he did, yeah. Because I think like the guy, the the people that were running it were like, you cut him off, <laughs> like you cut him short. <laughs> and he and the guy came to me and he's like, man, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> and like, I forgot about that. Man. And they were like, no, like we'll get you back on. But then by the time it happened, <laughs> they, the chick with the hula hoops came out and, shit, and, I like, <laughs> and, and I was like, you know what? It's all good, man. I'll just enjoy the show and, and like you know, <laughs> go, it was good. It was really. <laughs> About that. It was a good oh, event. Man. It was a good event. It was yeah. very great cause. There were nice people and stuff like that. But that definitely has to go down with like one of the like wackiest shows that we've ever done. I blocked yeah. that out of my memory. It was so weird. He came and he was like, "Yeah, thank you, man." <laughs> and I, I wanted to say to him, "I was like, hey, man, I, th- I think I've got a couple more songs." Yeah. Like, but like I was so stunned. Yeah. Like I was like, <laughs> paralyzed. Right? What can you do? Man? And I was like, "Thank you," and I walk off. And then. I left my guitar lead there. It was a whole mess. mess. It's a big mess. You wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, right. man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and, and it was just... That yeah. first year, we had quite a lot of gigs, actually. Yeah, Thinking we did. about it now, like, his first year mm. in, in music. Like, we, we did actually, quite a few shows. We did yeah. quite a few, quite a few like, like ground-up shows. Like, just yeah. terrible. We did, like, like, like uni events, and the, the DJ deck was, like, this tiny. And... and um. <laughs> You know, it was good. It's been a good learning curve so far, and it's only going to go up. You know what I mean? And it's it's been really good. Yeah. I can't wait to do more wacky shows. <laughs> more stories for us. You know? Yeah, <laughs> man. We'll come back part two, and I'll yeah. tell you about the time I didn't even sing. <laughs> and um, no, it was good. It's good, and I'm I'm excited for all the other shows that I have to do because more stories, more memories to make. Exactly. Yeah. More experience, more music you can make. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. That's so nice. Yeah. Definitely, man. Man, um, yeah, I want this to continue. I don't know if uh, there's anything left, but you know, if there's anything else um, you guys want to get off your chest before uh, I guess maybe we wrap things up. Yeah, uh, his second show coming soon. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're, we're we're running something a bit different this time. Um, we had the first headline show, which was you know like your conventional um, show with support acts and things like that. Can I say this? Say it. All right. Um, we're having something like a showcase. Um, where there's going to be maybe about eight support acts or acts before me, and it's going to be it's going to be an event that promotes the scene. That's why we have so many acts um, because we're we're trying to show a glimpse of what the Melbourne scene is, 
and it's it's going to be it's going to be more than just a stage show it's going to be very much a collective thing and we're trying to have more sort of sponsors brands coming through um it'll be it's like a hidden sun presents our king and friends kind of thing so that's something that we're trying to get down as soon as possible um yeah, that's that's basically it. All for the scene, man. All for the all scene. Because you know Drake, The Weeknd, they all put on for their city. Toronto. Yeah, what was it called? The OVO Yeah, Fest. OVO Fest. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, putting on for your city escalates that to being globally. You know what I mean? Mm. It'll always be for Melbourne. But like then the world recognises you because... You like you know you are from Melbourne, yeah. as opposed to you being a Melbourne artist. Yeah. That's that's the name for now, but it's good. It's gonna be good, and and like you need to be doing these things. You need to be doing this because you come from here. You know the saying like you know charity comes from home, and it's not charity. It's it's our way of appreciating and being able to lift everyone up. Mm. The quickest way to get to your goal is by helping someone else get to theirs. Mm-hmm. I just so, get a ticket and they're just out of here. Exactly right, and it's just it's just this weird fucking predisposition about like thinking that you need to leave here to make it, Mm. or like leave and then stay there. Leave and then stay there. Lift up the scene. You know what I mean? Like you you bring up people around you. That shit's good karma. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way but up if you bring around bring the people with you that you know came up with you. Um, but that's that shit's from like ancient times, like, and it's still going on now. People thinking that. There, you have to be in a certain place to make it in the industry. Nah, man, this shit, like, in this modern world now, you can do anything yourself. So why would you need to, you know what I mean? Uh, again, there are many opportunities that come, and that doesn't mean you're a Melbourne artist, you stay in Melbourne because, you know, you know you're um, loyal to wherever you are. You take every opportunity that comes. But um, definitely remembering and appreciating where you're from comes first and foremost. I like that. Mm. Couldn't have said it any better. Real Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. We'll be keen to see that coming out. And see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely head down to that um, when it's out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Please, we'll have an interview there. Yeah. yeah Backstage interview. And, uh, yeah, Soul Selection, is there any other events? You know, Soul out? Supply coming Soul Supply, my Rewind. Selection? Come on, man. Soul Supply, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Soul Supply coming next week. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday. The yeah, 5th. At 30 Dirks. 30 Dirks. Yeah. Opposite section eight. I love it. It's quite a nice That vibe. shit went off the last time we had... Um, yeah, it was, it's a blessing to have that. It was crazy. It was the first was, time I got to play what I want, it was the first time the audience has been like super receptive. Wow. So like, to have those two worlds, I was like, man, yeah. it's about to happen again. It was a good time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a good time. So Fuck get yeah. down. Yeah, that'd be good to pull up. Uh, yeah, yeah, get up, down. Uh, drop your socials. Where can people find you guys? My name is... Nah, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> at RL King on um, Instagram is my primary source. But RL King everywhere is probably you search it up, you find me, hopefully. At Isaiah Wave. That's it. Beautiful, man. Where can we find us? Thank you everyone for joining us. News <laughs> 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 broadcast. Um, you can find us at the Real Melbourne underscore where we post um, clips, um, playlist we update the playlist on there as well the yeah. color covers and stuff um, you can find us at therealmelbourne.com where you can find our uh, playlist mix shows podcasts about us I mm-hmm. guess and um, 
Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed any last words, Alex. Oh, and check out the YouTube as well. Oh, sorry, my yeah. bad. Yeah, we're doing good stuff on our YouTube Absolutely. channel, so check it out. We're trying to bring you some high quality um, footage of um, yeah, some great creatives in Melbourne. So at oh, least wow. you can put the names ah. to the faces, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, appreciate the environment, love one another, and last but not least, be grateful for what you got. Thanks. Yeah. Facts. Come on. Man. Felt that. Cheers, guys. Damn. Thank you.